0: Support for the Couples Council comes from Mercer Wellness and Consulting. Their purpose is to equip you with the right skills for a happy and healthy relationship. Services available in office or virtual, schedule your consultation now. For more information, visit mercierwellness.com. Mercer Wellness and Consulting, small steps, big changes.
1: This podcast is not a substitute for therapy. Please consult a licensed professional for your mental health needs.
0: Now, now on, on with, with the, the show. show.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Couples Council. I am Dr. Jameson Mercier, your host. As always, here with my lovely co-host, Herdeen Mercier.
0: That will be me, Herdeen Mercier, a.k.a. The Wife Mentor, creator of Wife It
1: We'd like to welcome you back. Uh, some of you have been joining us from day one. Yes. And we just want you to know that we do not take that lightly. We want you to know that you are part of what drives us and motivates us. Uh, as a matter of fact, we've been tracking our metrics yes. like, like all new podcast shows do. Yes. And we'd like to give a big shout out to those of you in California. Yes. Listening. Texas. Yes. Also Mississippi, Texas, Mississippi, uh, Georgia,
0: G- mm-hmm. Florida.
1: Well, Florida for sure. We got lots of love here in South Florida. Throwing some major love. Michigan. Uh, Maryland and Massa- Massachusetts, Massachusetts. Thank you guys. Uh, Washington State. It's okay. For
0: showing us some mad love.
1: Yeah. So, thank you. This has been an exciting journey thus far.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, we are we are venturing to do something a little different than what we normally do, and it's been great so far.
0: It's been great, but I must say, it has been an emotional roller coaster for me. Since we lost, I went from everywhere from being nervous, happy, elated, joyful, overwhelmed. And excited, and if you listen to episode number two, um, where you met me and and why I created this whole brand called the Wife Mentor, and what wife it really means, it's like I release my own personal journey of learning what it means to be a wife, and it just kind of put me in a state of being very vulnerable because I'm sharing it with the world, and I'm seeing these different maps light up on our pop, you know on our podcast metrics telling us who's listening, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so it was nerve wracking. But then again, what encouraged me is the texts that I got, the DMS, the tagging, um, tagging us and saying job well done. They've learned something from that episode. So I love it and keep it going. Yeah. If there's one thing you don't know about me, I love affirmations. Yep,
1: yep, That's yep. my love language. As a matter of fact, there were a few of you who had different Finding an episode the other day, and you were sending us some angry texts. Yes, and you were asking where is it. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. It's it's there. It's there. It's there, and uh, we're doing our best to uh, be consistent. And get it out to you.
0: And so, I just want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts and showing us so much love as we develop our baby called the couples' council, where this is a place you learn. We'll provide you um, amazing advice and making sure your your relationship is healthy and thriving.
1: Agreed. So, as far as today's episode, dun dun dun. Today's episode is called uh, hope is not a plan
0: yes hope is not a plan
1: what are we talking about when we say hope is not a plan well too many couples when they get together whether this is marriage whether this is dating they simply hope that the relationship will work now The Bible says, where there is no hope, the people perish. Come on, good book. And we believe that. Mm -hmm. But don't be mistaken, right? Hope alone is not enough. Right? There must also be other things in addition to this hope. Yes. Even when it talks about the everlasting hope, Mm. it isn't just merely hoping. No. And so we're going to talk about hope within the context of relationships. Right? So when we talk about hope within the context of this relationship, what are we talking about, babe?
0: You know, first we have to define hope. According to dictionary.com, hope means the feeling that what is wanted can be had or the events will turn out for the best. Mm -hmm. Once again, hope is that feeling that what is wanted can be had. Or the events will turn out for the best. For example, I hope my marriage works out. Mm -hmm. I hope we're married for 25 years. I hope my husband or wife changes. I hope their communication patterns changes. I hope they speak to my love language. I hope we don't fight today. I hope we have sex today. Mm -hmm. I hope we have enough money to pay the bills. Today's podcast will address how we identify if we are in a hopeful relationship and provide you with some love action plans to make sure that you have a plan to thrive in your relationship.
1: I I love how we keep coming up with names, Mm -hmm. love action plans. Mm -hmm. And every week, trust me, you're going to get a new... <laughs> uh, a, a new title for something.
0: Yes, helpful but, title. Yes, because you know what, babe? Hope mm. is not enough. You must plan in order for your relationship to win.
1: Right, and that's going to drive our conversation today. um This is this episode today was sparked out of a conversation that you and I had, where we were talking about. You know, some of the things we want, mm-hmm. some of the things we'd like to see, not necessarily within the context of our marriage, but in general, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes people will say things like, you know, one day I hope to go visit Paris. Yes. One day I hope to take a cruise. And then, I, and then you know, we said, well, listen, I don't think it's enough to just hope, right? Because if all you sit and hope, if you hope one day, you know, you'll pay the pay off your mortgage or you'll take a cruise or you'll... I don't know, do whatever it is you think you want to do, graduate from college, hope does not drive you to action.
0: Mm.
1: Hope never drives you to action. As a matter of fact, it's a dangerous thing for some people to sit in hope because for some, your brain is unable to differentiate between you actually taking the steps versus you saying it. Mm -hmm. Because there are dopamine releases when we say certain things, right? Similar to if we're watching people exercise on the TV.
0: Mm -hmm. I hope I had a six pack.
1: And so just watching that, Mm -hmm. right, can trick you into thinking you're working out or give you that release in the brain and satisfy that need. And so we want to overcome that, right? Mm -hmm. And that's where this episode came from. And so... If you are hoping things will be better mm-hmm. or different for you in your marriage, we want to give you some additional things to make it more of a reality and less of a dream. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Cause I think too many times couples couples run into problems because they're marinating in that
1: hopeland. And the thing is you will not know you won't feel like it's anything wrong. No. You can live in hopeland for a long time mm-hmm. and then Suddenly you're wondering, why the hell ain't nothing changing? Mm -hmm. Why is nothing getting better? Why are things staying the same? Well, you've been in Hopeland. Mm -hmm. All you've done is hoped. You've constantly lived and remained stagnant in the state of hope. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. Again, hope is not a bad thing. It's just never enough. Right. We'll also add, if well, if we say, well, if you need more than just hope, what might be the opposite of hope, or is there something else that's happening? Well, what can often happen is this sense of indifference. Right. The opposite of hope is not hopeless or hopelessness. While that is a problem, it is not the thing that will give you trouble. Right. So when we say indifference. What are we talking about? So, indifference is essentially not caring. It is essentially feeling like whatever, whether we get to take a cruise or not, whether this relationship works, whether I get to college or not, I don't care either way. Mm -hmm. This is what we're talking about, indifference. And if you've ever been in a situation with someone who is indifferent, right, meaning they could take it or leave it that is a very frustrating thing wow that is what we are dubbing as the opposite of our topic today right so let's jump into what a hopeful relationship might look like right and we're not saying hopeful as in you know oh we're hopeful about this we're talking about hopeful in the sense that You are merely just hoping for things to happen as opposed to taking the actions and the steps to make them happen.
0: You know, one of the things that you can probably um, help you identify if you're in a hopeful relationship is after three years of marriage, you're still hoping that your husband delivers flowers to your job. So another thing that you can look at in regards to a hopeful relationship is um you're still hoping that your spouse speaks to your love language. And that can be words of affirmation, physical touch, receiving gifts, quality time, acts of service, um and those are some things honey that I think oftentimes couples aren't aware of. Mm. Um that may keep them in a hopeful relationship because their spouse does not know their love language. They don't even know their love language. Right.
1: And and we're still hoping, mm-hmm. hoping in the sense someday, you know, a fairy will come down and wave a magic wand and help you realize this. Or maybe Jesus himself will come down and fix it all. Mm hmm that's the kind of hope we're talking about the hope where it's outside of you and you're waiting for this external force to make it happen. Mm
0: -hmm. Another key point that you are in a hopeful relationship is that you, you you're hoping for your husband to love you first, before you start loving yourself.
1: Mm -hmm. Say more about that.
0: So, um, Oftentimes what I find out when working with wives, their joy, their happiness, their satisfaction, their their willingness to want to live this fabulous life is always determined by their spouse. Mm. Their spouse dictates their happiness instead of them wanting to be happy. And their spouse received the benefits or the blessing or the bonus of them being happy and hold on their own,
1: yeah, now, that is partly our fault, and when I say our fault, I mean society as a whole, that is something that we've done to women mm-hmm. and girls, where the lessons taught are that you and who you are is a direct reflection or is based on who. You're tied to. Yes. And so we're trying to undo that because that that's some messed up stuff right mm-hmm. there. That does not help relationships.
0: And you know, and 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 it keeps it keeps couples in relationships because their identity comes from that other spouse. It is so important that they are misses mm. that they are willing to be in a hopeful relationship and unhappy.
1: Okay. 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 So, so what, so what else about that? Is that uh, still hoping to be happy? That's where we were, right? Yeah. Okay. So the idea that the, the premise is of today's show is that we want to move from being merely in a hopeful state in a hopeful relationship to one that is about action Uh, Another word is intention, Mm -hmm. right? Um,
0: You have to be intentional about your love story. Your love story is just not going to happen. You got to be willing to put in the work.
1: Because the fact of the matter is you are the author Mm. of that story. Whether you realize it or not, you author your story. You are writing it as you are living it. And so we want to be intentional about this story that we're writing and this life that we're living. Now, let me say again, hope is not a bad thing. Mm -mm. Hope is not a bad thing. As a matter of fact, you need some hope. As a matter of fact, the, the simple fact that you are in a relationship, in a marriage, Or in any kind of interaction with anyone, that is an example of the hope that you have. What do I mean, right? So you do not date someone, you do not marry someone if you do not have any hope for something else. Mm. The fact that you are in that relationship, right? It is a measure of the expectations that you hold. Let that sink in for a moment, right? Right. Hope is inherent in all relationships, right? You have expectations that you hope one day will come to be. That is true. So hope is not a bad thing. Let's just get that clear. It is, it exists, it always has, it always will.
0: But hope can also be blinding. That you can be so hopeful in a relationship that you're not willing to examine it to realize, is this relationship healthy enough for me to be in?
1: Mm. Mm. So
0: you got to make sure that, and this is why we say you can't just have a hope. Hope, you you have to have a plan. You yeah. know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. happiness is just not going to come by you hoping.
1: Mm. Now, we were discussing this uh, a moment ago. Um, actually, just kind of throughout. When would we find ourselves or when might someone find themselves in a hopeful relationship? Typically, this happens early in relationships when things are new. Mm-hmm. You know, when you are still trying to figure out who is he, who is she, what are they like, Um
0: I, I hope this works out. We tell our girlfriends.
1: hmm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I I really like him. Or you tell your boys, you know, I don't know, you know, I hope she's cool, right? Mm-hmm. We use those kinds of words.
0: I hope he likes me back.
1: I hope she's not like the last one.
0: I hope he calls me.
1: Early on in relationships is when we typically will have this, this hope, right? Um, and you know what's funny? The funny thing is we need that kind of blind hope and ignorant hope Mm -hmm. to some extent because if it was not for that we actually would not be in relationships and marriages Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying Um, but
0: i think today is today's podcast is really honing in so that you can identify if you're in a hopeful relationship But not just identify that you're in a hopeful relationship, but understand that there's action that needs to go behind it. For example, I meet a lot of individuals who say, um, I I hope this works out so I had the elders pray for our marriage. I hope this works out. So I have my friends paying, praying for our marriage. Yeah. I hope this works out. So I have um my women's group praying for my marriage. But then my follow up question is what is the plan for it to work out? Yeah. Prayer is good, but we must have a plan.
1: Yeah, and you know, we we can almost make hope and prayer synonymous. Mm. Because the fact is, a lot of people do pray and just don't do shit.
0: Mm. That's true.
1: And, and and I get it, guys. Trust me. Grew up in the church. Jesus is, is my ride or die. Mm. And I get it. You can but, have the hopeful affirmation,
0: but if you don't really believe in it and willing to do the work, the change is not going to occur.
1: Yeah, you know, you can't just have other people praying for you and you yourself are just sitting still you can't have other people sending good vibes your way and you wake up every day being a a sour susan and a debbie downer that just ain't gonna work Mm -hmm. and the same thing goes for your relationships don't ask nobody to pray for your marriage if you ain't doing the work don't even go to therapy if you ain't willing to do the work that's true because you are wasting everybody's time and your money.
0: Not only that, I think oftentimes people actually come into therapy thinking I am going to pay this money for them to fix me. It's just magic wand. Yeah, don't therapy do that. is not a magic wand.
1: Listen, I Thera- lost I lost my magic wand, so <laughs> don't come looking for no miracles from no. me. No.
0: So, but the very first thing we always tell people during our consultation. Are you ready to do the work? So in this relationship, we've given you examples. Are you you in a hopeful relationship? Now, here are some action plans on how you can identify that you're in a hopeful relationship, but actually move past hopeful into the land of possibility, which is called planning towards Connecting together, loving each other, moving into that place where you're not just hopeful, but you're actually living it.
1: Yeah and you want to move into that space because if not, if you if you are someone who just wants to sit in, in, in Hopeland, right mm-hmm. that eventually transits transitions it, it, it turns into resentment. Yeah. Because think about the times that you've hoped for something, the times that you've desperately wanted something, whether it's from someone, whether it's hoping to achieve something. And day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, it doesn't happen. What happens to you? What happens to you after years of hope unmet, expectations unmet, You are not a pleasant person.
0: No, you just become stagnant in that relationship.
1: You're bitter, full of resentment and anger. And so this is what we're trying to avoid.
0: And and what we're trying to avoid, you're just adding on years, but nothing really is happening in your relationship. No. It's dry bones. Mm. And so what we want to do is awaken it so that you are living this life that is genuine, that is joyful, that it's loving, Love is a beautiful thing, but I have to put in the work with my husband. Yeah, I have to have the hard conversations. I have to tell him my, my affirmation, my love, oh, excuse me. I have to tell him my love language is affirmation. I'm going to have to have that with him. Although we've been married over 11 years now, it still has to come up. It's constantly working you're constantly working
1: it takes work and hope you need both now what what do you do right so you're hearing this and you're saying well hey babe i think that's us or maybe you're saying i think that's us and someone else and and your partner is like nah man we cool Mm-hmm. That ain't us. That's your girlfriend's. <laughs> no, that's that's them people next door. Well, it bids the question. So examine it, right? One question you might be able to ask is, what are some of the things specific to the relationship that you have been hoping for? Now, I don't say we, right? Because you guys may have different, different ideas. Correct. Ask yourself, what have I been hoping for in this relationship? Mm -hmm. And be honest with yourself.
0: Be very honest with yourself. This is a time to actually write it down. What are you hoping for in the relationship that you're in right now?
1: Because the fact of the matter is, some of us do not know. We have no idea. Um, In Tyler Perry's movie, you know, Why Did I Get Married?, that is a question that, you know, don't you should not be afraid to ask. Why am I in this relationship? What am I expecting? And after you've asked yourself, you may want to ask your partner. Because if you guys have different hopes and different expectations and different ideas, that's a different conversation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, afterwards, when you've realized some of the things you've been hoping for, you may ask yourself, what steps have you taken? Have you taken any steps?
0: Mm. And then looking at, can you do more? And when we say, what do you mean, Dean, what steps have you taken? Have you had the simple conversation of, hey, honey, um, we need to talk about us moving from a hopeful relationship To a...
1: Intentional...
0: Relationship.
1: What steps have you taken? Mm -hmm. Now get this, right? It is quite possible that you have taken some steps to move from being hopeful to intentional. Write them down, right? Because we're not only referring to people who do not take any steps, but perhaps you're taking steps that are counterproductive. Mm.
0: Give us some examples.
1: So you may be hoping that your husband is much more reaffirming, is, pays much more attention. Perhaps you're hoping that your wife is much more uh, willing to be intimate. Mm-hmm. Okay? What are you doing to get that out of her, to get that out of him? The, the times that you do get a compliment or some attention from your partner, how do you respond? The time that your wife may be willing to be intimate. How does that go for her? Right? Because again, we're not only talking about sitting and hoping. This is part of you. How are you contributing to this situation? One of the things we always ask couples is, how are you contributing to the situation? Yes. And they'll say, well, what do you mean? I'm not doing a damn thing. Mm-hmm. It's all her. It's all him. Mm-hmm. And we have to say, listen, guys. Actually, you both are playing a role here. We just may not see it. We just may not be aware. What are you doing? What steps have you taken? And like we said a moment ago, can you do more? Yeah. People always say, Dr. J, I've done all I can. I've done everything possible. And I just say, no, you haven't. What do you mean? It's been 12 years, 15 years. I just keep trying and trying and she just don't get it. He just don't get it. And I will still say, my dear brother man, no, you've not.
0: Hmm.
1: What you've done is you've done all you know. You have done all you can think of. But don't conflate the two. Don't think that because you've done all you know, you've done everything.
0: Yeah and that's that is the beauty of therapy where you have someone that is neutral hearing both sides and having you elevate your relationship um i guess laws or rules or your thoughts and having it evolve through this conversation and this interaction yeah
1: just thinking outside the box mm-hmm. because you do fall into a pattern of thinking right Most of us live very predictable lives. Mm -hmm. Similar things for breakfast, dinner, our weeks more or less look the same. And therefore, our conversations are going to look the same.
0: It goes even deeper than that. We often mirror our parents' relationship. Yeah. And not even realize that's where some of our thoughts and ideas are coming from.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I tell people all the time, you did not grow up in a vacuum. Mm. You were not in a black hole all this time. There were influences being put on you even before you left the womb. And then as a child, and then as an adolescent, as a teenager, even as you drive to work, you're constantly being influenced And so stepping outside the box periodically is a good thing, is a very good thing. And so after you've done that, ideally what you do next is you sit with your partner. Yes. And we talked about this. uh, Episode. Episode three. three. Yes, it was three.
0: Yeah. Small.
1: It's the small things. The love checks.
0: Yes. Love checks and the small things.
1: And if you don't know what we're talking about, go back and listen to that episode and then this will all make perfect sense.
0: Because in that episode, we give you tips on how to schedule um, this. A
1: love check. lift love check. Mm-hmm. And so this could even be something you do in your love check. You sit with your partner and you look at how you answer these two previous questions. We're not talking about having a big, long meeting. We're talking about merely sitting, asking two, maybe three questions, and then reflecting on it. What is the plan? because we have this hope, we have this expectation, but together we have no plan. Mm-hmm. We've done this, I've done that, you've done this, um, but together we have no plan. yeah, you know
0: because you can be a spouse that's saying, you know, I hope we have." sex tonight and but your spouse you're not connecting with your spouse on his or her level for that to happen
1: in addition to that you may not even be communicating that to your partner yes right and so if your partner is unaware there's a pretty slim chance that that's going to happen Mm -hmm. you're thinking about having a romantic night and she or he is thinking about doing 10 miles on the treadmill or, you know, tinkering in the garage, sit and talk about these things. Develop a plan. What you'll also notice is that it's quite possible that you have similar hopes. There's nothing more sad than two people hoping and having a strong desire for the same thing but feeling like they don't.
0: Mm. My Lord.
1: Feeling like they're alone in these hopes and desires for this relationship. So it's vital that we sit and examine these uh this these two or three questions and then develop a plan.
0: Yes. So the hope for today's episode is remember that definition of hope, the feeling that what is wanted can be had or the events will turn out for the best. So we really want you to be able to have what you're hoping for. So I gave some examples. I hope we have sex today. To you actually, because you set up the plan, you've identified the reasons why you're probably not having sex till you guys are actually having sex. Or um, I hope we pay the bills on time. So if you had the communication with your spouse about ways you all can sit down together and plan the bills and pay the bills on time. I hope my um, spouse speaks to my love language. In today's episode, we want you to learn that in setting up an action plan of love, you all can now learn to speak to each other's love language.
1: If you take nothing else away from today's episode, remember, hope is not a plan. It never was. It never will be. Never will be. It never is. So we thank you for spending this time with us. Connect with us on social media. Yep.
0: Her Dean Mercier, the wife mentor.
1: Mm-hmm. Doctor, we're all over the place. hmm The easiest thing for you to do is go to the website, MercierWellness.com, and you'll find everything you need there. Thanks again, guys, and have a great day. But it's family time. So go practice what you heard, and we'll catch you on the next episode.